0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we are back here with an instant reaction podcast to Legends Camp 2023 good two-hour session here it did rain there was inclement weather um, that caused the camp to be held uh, fully in the ipf which is not ideal but i do think the miami the um operation staff deserves some credit for calling an audible and making it work inside again not ideal conditions being that it's what a 70 yard field um but they made it work and guys got some good work in and so let's get into it. Uh, Gabby let's start with Cam Franklin, Camorian Franklin, the five-star defensive lineman according to 24-7 Sports out of Lake Lake Comorant, Mississippi. Uh, He worked out before Legends Camp under the supervision of Jason Taylor. I thought he looked the part Gabby uh, going through the drills. I think it's clear after watching him go through some of those drills he's definitely a defensive tackle I think an inside guy his body type you know you could see him maybe play on the edge but I think he needs to improve his flexibility footwork in order to do that Um, so I like his power Um, I think his frame can grow too as an inside guy and uh, as a player I definitely think he'd be a big time addition if Miami is able to seal that you were able to catch up with him Gabby what what were the recruiting vibes there and what'd you think of him after going through some drills too
1: yeah I mean just from watching him go through drills I agree I I think he's I think he's maybe a little bit more raw than I probably thought coming in um and really I think that's the that's the feeling that Miami even has too that you know he is someone that is gonna have to come in and and develop you I mean you mentioned the flexibility I think that's probably the most I mean, I think that's one of the first things you kind of notice is maybe like, you know, the way he bends and stuff like that. But I think you can see that he is a big time, you know, body type. Uh, You know, he has so much power. He's probably not never going to be like that speed, that speed rusher off the edge. But, you know, going north and south, I think is where he's going to make himself, you know, a lot of money one day. Uh, You can definitely see he has the power. Uh, you know, I think that's the type of player that Miami views him as. And again, I think that's what makes him kind of a, you know, a promising maybe interior type of guy with the, you know, flexibility to maybe come off the edge too, and just and be that sort of, you know, like edge setter type. Um, and then just from a recruiting standpoint, I think there's really a, a, a growing feeling that, you know, Miami and Tennessee are at the top of this. And, I, you know, I talked to Cam Franklin uh, after he worked out. And, you know, he he said Miami's, you know, you know, at the top, you know, like he didn't call them a favorite or anything like that. But I do think it's very telling that he came down to work with Jason Taylor. He told me he wanted to, you know, get a feel of what it was, what it would be like to work, uh, you know, be coached by him. I I think that that went extremely well. Just even watching him from the sidelines, you kind of saw. Those two kind of gelling really well, you know, you know, Taylor correcting and coaching. And uh, I think all of that stuff resonated super well with Franklin. So uh, it doesn't it doesn't sound like he, he hasn't really established a, a clear timeline like I'm going to commit this time. It's kind of like when I feel like I'm ready, I'm going to be ready. And that's when he'll kind of do it. He does have a, a, an in-season official visit to Auburn set up. No more summer official visits. But I think, uh, you know, kind of the effort to come back down and do all this is, is very indicative of how he feels about Miami. I think there is a, absolutely a chance that, you know, they could be the pick. I've, I probably feel better about that just after this whole situation played out than maybe I did even before. So uh, still watching Tennessee. I still feel like they're kind of chasing Tennessee or maybe not. I don't know if chasing Tennessee. I think they've closed the gap on Tennessee. But I think that's still kind of the team to watch in that recruitment. But I love where Miami's trending, uh, you know, just kind of coming out of this whole thing. Yeah. And then uh, a walk up uh, participant at Legends
0: Camp, you know, coming in, Gabby, you you were mentioning, hey, you're curious what local guys just show up. And uh, this camp, that was Mr. Jojo Trader, the composite five star wide receiver out of Shamadad Madonna Prep, came out, did his thing, won most reps that I saw, Um, definitely was, in my opinion, the alpha dog of the actual camp um what do we make of this uh you know just him showing up and participating what because i think it's i think it's a, not a big deal but i do think it's encouraging that hey he's willing to just show up and work out with with coach kevin beard
1: yeah i'm super encouraged about that and he walked into the camp camping slides and like you know zip up jacket I, I don't think he showed up today with the intentions to work out but i i, I get I, I think it's i think it's important that You know, Kevin Beard was able to kind of honestly pretty quickly talk him into, uh, you know, lacing up the cleats, gave him a top and he went out there and he competed. You know, he didn't really back away from reps. Uh, You know, he didn't take a ton of them either. But the ones he took were very impressive. And, you know, I think he's I think it's obvious why Miami is and many others are chasing him. Uh, so, so I love that, you know, JoJo Trader ended up working out. That was definitely a treat. And, uh, you know, just from a recruiting standpoint, you know, he, he went up to Mario Criswell's office for some time. Uh, he was up there and, you know, really, I think this was maybe the most vocal. I feel like he's been kind of to me. He's always kind of been maybe short. And I think that's more of like a personality thing. Um, but, you know, he seems excited about Miami. I think he enjoyed working out with Kevin Beard, uh, you know, kind of. He, he mentioned, uh, you know, some of the you know chats he had with some of the legends that were out there and you know, that the, the tips and stuff that they were kind of passing along his way and, you know, just just little things like that that, you know, come with kind of, you know, a, a big loaded event like this. And, uh, you know, I, I think he feels really good about Miami. His recruiting is definitely different. He didn't take any summer official visits. He said that he has to kind of line things up with the timeline that works for his mom. So that's probably going to mean in-season official visits. It's the same crop of schools that have kind of been in there, the Miami, Florida State, uh, Florida, you know Georgia, Ohio State, like those are th- those are the schools. I, I get the feel that it's probably going to end up being, you know, a big three Florida battle. Um, but I think Miami's. I, I think he really likes Miami, and you know, I, I, I do feel like, um, you know, they are in position to, you know, go the distance. This is going to be one of those recruitments that I feel like, you know, it's going to be kind of like an at the buzzer type of deal. And I think when the when the chips fall, I do I, I really do th- think that Miami's in a in a great spot. And then another
0: 2024 uh, that competed uh, defensive back Ryan Mack probably projects as what a nickel, I would Mm -hmm. say. Um, Tell us about this development, because I think it's interesting from a recruiting class standpoint and also the domino effects of what it could mean in a best case scenario for Miami. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, this is probably my unofficial official crystal ball for Ryan Mack uh to Miami uh I I think you know he worked out today for the staff he says he's coming back this weekend for an unofficial visit not it's not gonna be an official visit unofficial visit and uh you know he told me just before we recorded this podcast that he's probably gonna make a commitment this weekend and uh you know I'm but yeah I'm pretty sure it's gonna be to Miami I put him in my mock class earlier this week just because I was starting to kind of get some buzz that this is a situation that was trending kind of this way so, um, you know, I, I do think that that's, again, bo- both the last two times I've seen Josiah Trader here, he's been, he, he showed up with uh, Rod and Ryan Mack. Uh, Ryan Mack is the son of Rod Mack, who was one of the legends uh, today at, you know, Miami's camp. He's all I think he's also, you know, he's been a part of the South Florida Express. Uh, he coached the, you know, Miami Gardens Ravens that has, you know, again, Trader, Jeremiah Smith, Zaquan Patterson. So a lot of guys that Miami's kind of recruiting, chasing uh, Ryan Mack and Rod Mack are, are very, very close to those situations. So um, I think it's a I think it's a smart take for Miami. You know, Ryan Mack showed some good things on the field today. Um, and I also think the implications of what that could mean for potentially uh, getting Josiah Trader on board or getting Zaquan Patterson on board, keeping Chance Robinson on board, and even this push they're going to make for Jeremiah Smith. I'm not saying it's the end-all, be-all. It's the I'm not saying this is the the key to, to the lock or anything like that. But, uh, you know, I do think it's one of those, you know, connections that I think matters to Miami and, uh, again, to some targets who are affiliated with, you know, what Miami's trying to get on board. So uh, definitely one situation to track there this weekend.
0: Yeah, putting yourself in position – Via relationships to give yourself a shot At some big time players uh, I think that's a smart move um, 2024 running back commit Chris Wheatley Humphrey also competed uh, I think he did his thing You know, these these events aren't great events For running backs Because uh, that's a position that Quite frankly, you can't judge Unless you're in full pads But I think he held his own I do... I do hope, I guess, the frame continues to grow. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's what I would say about him. Um, how about some young guys? Any of the young guys jump out to you, Gabby, and then we can get out of here.
1: Yeah, uh, I was pretty impressed. With, I, I was impressed with Ben Hanks, the top 247 cornerback out of uh, Miami Booker T. Washington. Uh, I, it sounds like others around you know, the Miami football program were very impressed by him as well. Uh, wayden charles the top 247 athlete was working out at receiver he made a made a really good catch in the end zone he ended up basically ended up with his body basically against the the pad in the back at the back the far side of the ipf um but that that was a that was a good one uh miami offered jarquez uh jarquez carter uh, he's a defensive tackle, six foot three, two hundred and seventy pounds, out of uh, Newberry, which is a I don't even know where that is in Florida. It's gainesville Yeah, okay, gainesville I'll I'll ride with that, David. Uh, gainesville Florida. Uh, so he's a defensive tackle who earned an offer today at camp. But he's all he's a twenty twenty five recruit. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like you know I'm trying to think of others. Uh, Bryce Fitzgerald, the you know defensive back out of Miami Blanche Jesuit. I thought he was pretty impressive. Uh, Max Redmond is a 2025 out of Cardinal Newman, who I thought was, uh, you know, I think he's a, I think he has a lot of nice size and movement skills for a defensive back. Uh, Na'Shon Montgomery, the 2025 wide receiver, uh, he's a, he's just like a silky smooth route runner. Uh, you know, I think he does a good job of really just as a technician of creating separation that way. Whereas the top end speed? Not quite sure there, but I, I mean, yeah, he's a, he's definitely a a smooth route runner, and he's fun to watch. Uh, How about the quarterback. Quarterbacks, yeah. I mean, that I feel like those twenty twenty seven arms are were, were kind of kind of stole the show. Um, there's twenty there's a twenty twenty seven that we heard very early. You know, I guess really before all the action started, that was a, an arm that excited some. Uh, Peyton Houston out of I think it's Shreveport, right? I think it's Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, you know, not the biggest kid. Uh, he's camped at a few schools uh, over the course of the summer. I think TCU was the re- most recent one has got earned a TCU offer. Uh, he had one of the most live arms I think at at this camp uh, I, I don't know that Miami has or will offer him now but I wouldn't be surprised if he's a name that we find out earned an offer from the hurricanes uh, he was pretty impressive um, and even that Zach Catskid yeah the Zach Katz kid at, at at Miami True North which is really just down the road from Miami's campus not too far from here uh he's a 2027 20, that i think has i think there, there's definitely something there uh, uh dia bell the son of Raja bell he's a 2026 20, he's going to take over at plantation american heritage i think there's something there too uh yeah. you know i think he, he's pretty talented Notre dame offered um i wouldn't be surprised if miami miami ended up offering him to his dad is rajah bell who played in the nba for some time and played basketball at, at fiu so uh, career south floridians um so I mean I think there's a there there was definitely some fun, fun arms out there. David, were there any that stood out to you in particular? Yeah,
0: Carter Smith, the 2025 quarterback out of uh, Fort Myers Bishop Rowe. There's definitely talent there. I'm not sure he had the cleanest of days, um, but there's definitely some talent there. And so again, this is just one snapshot of a uh, of a player, and uh, you know him going out and competing. I don't think. He was the best quarterback out there, uh, but I think you can definitely see the tools are there for him to be a good quarterback if he keeps sticking with it. So uh, we'll get out of here on that. Legends camp, always fun to see the legends too. Um, before the start of the camp, they lined them all up, and they all introduced themselves. Just a ton of Miami greats. Uh, Andre Johnson, Willis McGehee, John Beeson, Gino Toretta. Right. Bryant McKinney, uh, a lot of guys that DJ Williams, a lot of guys that look like still they could go out and give you 10 good snaps in a game, you know, Um, that's what it's supposed to look like from a physical standpoint. So I think it's interesting. And in some ways, it's unfair, but contrasting what they look like physically compared to you know, even the 2020, even guys like Cam Franklin working out, right? Um, that's what it's supposed to look like. So, enough ranting. Appreciate everyone for listening. Uh, Legends Camp is a wrap. Uh, until next time, take care. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All Stars, new season now streaming on Paramount Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.